Graffiti Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Godfit in Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I am your other host, Jeremy Deschner, who is now able to drink. <laughs> oh, my God. So you uh, gout red of the gout. There's yeah. no more gout in your body. No, no, it's probably still there. It's just, you, you got to control it, man. You got to control it. You got to beat the shit out of it, man. You got to take off your wooden leg and just start smacking that fucking gout until it falls off your fucking body. Damn. It hurts, bro. It really fucking hurts. <laughs> I can imagine, man. Oh, dude. Well, at least you got it in your leg and not your heart, dude. Having gout in your heart, that sucks, dude. Yeah, it would suck. It would definitely suck. Well, not for long. Just for a minute or two. <laughs> well, I don't know. I have nothing. I My heart's been broken so many times, man. I, I would be used to it. But uh, anyway, as you find folks know, Gut Fitted Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan in the news. That's right. And Jeremy, what episode is this? Good question, man. 701? 701, man. Best area code in the United States. Hell yeah. Where is that? Yeah. What's up, Arkansas motherfuckers? We're going to call you tonight. We're going to call each and every one of you motherfuckers in Arkansas. All five of you. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have phones or electricity or education. <laughs> oh, they got phones. Everybody's got a phone these days. Oh, point. man. So, Jeremy, you are um off the wagon. And uh, so I got to ask you, what are you drinking? I got my old buddy, uh, Mr. Benchmark here. Ooh, so, bourbon. Bourbon. If you don't know what Benchmark is, uh, I'm sure you've heard of Buffalo Trace, right? That's Joe Rogan's favorite whiskey. Bourbon. Mm -hmm. Well, Buffalo Trace makes Benchmark, but Benchmark is more like they're mixing. They're mixing bourbon, you know, that you mix it with a Coke or you mix with soda. In my case, I'm drinking it with soda, so I'm drinking a highball. Nice. Nice. Yes. Very good. So it's a pretty good whiskey, and it's and it's made by Buffalo Trace. Really fantastic. Good. Buffalo awesome Trace is a great bourbon. Fantastic bourbon. It's my favorite. And this one, yeah, this one's cheap. It's 500 yen less than uh, than Jack Daniels, and it tastes 500 yen better than Jack Daniels. That's saying a lot. I'm just saying a lot. I'm just saying a lot. <laughs> oh man, you know what's really interesting, and um, maybe you can back me up on this, but I heard that right now, um, Japan is in a whiskey shortage because uh, pretty much like all right to make whiskey, like uh, like just normal whiskey, it takes twelve years for the whiskey to age. But Japanese whiskey won a couple of awards overseas, like I, I think in Europe, and since then, uh, I think. I think the last like year or so, like Jap Japanese whiskey has been so much in demand where right now it is so scarce where it is getting expensive. I mean, yeah. if you get like, normal Japanese whiskey, like Kiko or whatever, Kiko, which is like uh, only aged for like, what, two years or something three. or Black Nika, three, three years. Yeah, I mean, that's like, it's gone up like maybe 200 yen, like two bucks or something like that. But everything else, like all the really good stuff has gone up quite a bit. So I heard around town that right now bourbon, American bourbon is like what a lot of people are drinking now. So a lot of people that love to have Japanese like whiskey, they're like, dude, it's too fucking expensive. So a lot of people switched over to American bourbon. And that's why recently you can find a lot of bourbon, not only like at like, of course, like liquor stores, but at convenience stores. Like you can find like Four Roses, Jack Daniels, of course, Jim Beam, but you can find Maker's Mark and stuff at a fucking convenience store in Japan. That's amazing. You know, um, you mentioned some things there, like uh, a couple things that I want to correct. Jim Beam is a Japanese whiskey. It was started out as an American whiskey, but it was bought by Suntory, so technically it's a Japanese whiskey now. Yeah, Wait, and, it's uh, made in America still, right? Uh, that I'm not sure of. I know the I know the yes. um the headquarters is definitely in Japan. Suntory. No, yeah, really? They Suntory owns like, it. Yeah. 
cowboy hats and shit. That's funny. But um, yeah, it, it's got to be imported, though, to keep to maintain that taste that that Jim Bean sweet, smooth taste. It's got to be imported, man. Yeah, we all make, you know, in my bar, we make all the all the highballs with uh, Jim Beam. So That's all good. Jim, yeah, just our gen, general standard whiskey is Jim Beam. So um, mm. if you want like Japanese one, like a Kaku or a Black Nika, you can ask for that and we'll, we'll have that on, we'll have that on tap as well. So yeah, we can give mm. you that. But um, if you don't, if you don't specify, you get Jim Beam, which there's mm. nothing wrong with it. I love Jim Beam. Jim Beam's good. Yeah, it's a, it's a fine whiskey. I mean, when yeah. it comes to bourbon, yeah, it's kind of like the Kaku of America. Yeah, Probably really, it is. Yeah, Centauri bought it. <laughs> yeah, right, it is like it is like the Kaku of America. Let me ask you a question, man. Certain mm-hmm. certain alcohols are don't don't mix well with with me. You know, my whatever my physical chemistry is. Like for rum. me, I can't I can't drink rum. Yeah, yeah, rum, rum does not work for me. Um, another thing I'm really having trouble with drinking these days is like cheap Japanese whiskey, like cheap bourbon. Like if I go out and I get the Tories or the black Nika that you mentioned, and I drink oh, that, I it, 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 it tastes good going down, but no. man, the next day, whoo, I feel like shit. What about I can you? I Tories, but yeah, no, no, I, I agree. I can do Tories, but black Nika, like when I was like really poor in Japan, black Nika was my go-to because I was like, <laughs> dude, I only have 500 yen in my pocket yeah. at Hades and like, four months <laughs> all i can afford is a bottle like like a pint of black nika and i'll still have 200 yen to buy some chicken or something you know i mean right. black nika is the way to go if you don't have money and you want to have whiskey black nika is is very affordable it's reasonable and it's decent but i've just done it way too much i'm just it's i'm in a different level at this point yeah i can't do tell it. you what man i was in uh, don quixote today and we have a what's called a mega don quixote yeah, we got a mega Don Quixote down here, which is like, it's like almost like a mall. It's got like three or four floors on it. It's oh, got like a nice, it's got nice. a food court. It's got a parking lot. It's got all like a bike shop. It's got clothes. Yeah, it's amazing. Strippers. Yeah, strippers, you know, dogs and cats living together. Uh, anyways, um, I was walking through the liquor section. I was looking for Benchmark. They didn't have it, by the way. And mm-hmm. while I was in there, I, I saw Black Nika. And Black Nika comes in these two... And four liter bottles, man. Like oh, the plastic. missiles? Yeah. Yeah, like the plastic bottles. It looks like a scuba tank almost, almost the same size as a scuba tank. How much whiskey are you drinking if you're buying that bastard, man? How much are you oh. drinking? And how okay. bad are you feeling the next day? <laughs> Pretty bad. That's for the A, the seasoned alcoholic, yeah. or the very, very uh, economic minded uh, barbecue. Yeah, no kidding, right? And I was talking to the wife today, and she was like, "Man, that that's a huge bottle of Black Nika," and I was like, "Yeah, but I don't want that. I don't want that sitting in my in my bar, right? Because it looks cheap. It looks like really horrible. Like you're using like the the worst whiskey ever. You want to have a nice glass bottle, you know, like a a Jim Beam bottle or something like that. You want to pour from bottles. You don't want to be pouring from a a big old plastic jug that takes two hands to hold. You know what I mean?" Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And uh, yeah, I see that quite a bit at really cheap izakayas that I uh, right. occasionally uh, go to. You know, you'll just see these huge ones. And know what they do? Some, at some of these izakayas, they put in this pump. Right, so they take right, off right, the lid that. and they put like a pump in there, right? And so one pump is like a shot and a half. So whenever yeah. you want to drink, they'll just like pump it once and then they'll add some oodong tea or pump it once and add in some soda or something like that. And then that's how they make their drinks, right? So they'll have the little like a uh, pump things or whatever. And um, yeah. If you see that, walk away. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can because your head's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless it's like or order a different drink. Unless it's like, I mean, you really, really want to get fucked up on the cheap, which you probably might. I mean, this has got fit in Japan. Why not, man? Why not? If you're, if you're here on a budget and you still want to get fucked up, I, I reckon mm-hmm. you should try it. There's certain things you should always try when you come to Japan. You should try the local food and you should also yeah. try the local liquor, man. It's mm-hmm. cheap and it's gonna give you a fucking hangover, but then you're gonna have the you're gonna have the experience to talk about it. Do it for the experience. But they're not gonna remember shit. So what's the point? <laughs> oh, I, I, I still think you gotta go for it. Like if you smoke cigarettes, you gotta get those the Japanese hope cigarettes, the ones that are like a million milligrams or whatever, like super like old Japanese dudes smoke those things and they're they're gross. Yeah, they rip right? off the filters, dude. The, the truck yeah. drivers, they'll bite off the filter and they'll smoke those cigarettes. And those cigarettes at that point are pretty much like cigars, dude. I mean, you're just like, fuck oh. cancer. Yeah, no kidding, man. Those things are gross, man. 
But mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you smoke cigarettes and you come to Japan, you got to try them because this is like a Japanese brand. Yeah. Try, it, try it. Give it a crack. Got to do it. Yeah. I mean, seven star cigarette. I mean, I used to be a, a fucking mad heavy smoker. And when I was a real, when I was a heavy smoker, I mean, I would smoke seven stars sometimes, you know, I mean, I'd bump cigarettes from anybody and everybody and I would smoke anything they had, you know, and a lot yeah. of times in Japan at the clubs, they had seven stars, especially when they have the cigarette girls. Have you ever been to a club where you, a club where you got the girl in like a bikini or with like a, the bunny ears and the bunny tail like hanging off her g string? And she's got the tray of like cigar or cigarettes and a cigar. I wish cigars. And uh, they're selling cigar cigarettes. Have you ever seen that? I'm not really a club guy. I'm more of a hang out at a bar kind of guy. But uh, I I, oh, I do it all. Saying. Yeah, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of times uh, those girls are uh, seven star girls. So, yeah, so but you'll see similar like, like, to like um, a Budweiser girl, right? Yeah, but the Japanese girls are way hotter, dude. Holy shit, dude. Like the cigarette girls. Oh, my God. I mean, they show up and even like the most non-smoker is like, I'll take two packs. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to give these away to other people who smoke, but I want to talk to this girl. Yeah. No, they'll start smoking. <laughs> They're like, I am hooked for life. <laughs> I'm never going to quit. Fuck the patch. <laughs> what, hey, Seriously, let me ask you a question. Do you, you know, sure. like uh, companies like Philip Morris, do you think they allow smoking in their office? Like, can you just sit at your desk and <laughs> smoke away at your desk if you work at Philip at Morris? One point at, at one point in time, I'm sure they did. And I'm almost positive they must have smoking sections. But it's just like Budweiser back in the day or Budweiser, beer companies. Back in the day, beer companies, you're able to drink. Like in some beer companies in Germany, you're able to have like two pints during the day. Like everybody gets two pints. You can have them whatever you want or whatever. Nice. But uh, they've kind of been like faded out a little bit, especially in America, of course. But hey, man, not Germany. check huh. this out. Like, you know, I'm not admitting to anything here, but like, you know how sometimes people go out to have cigarette breaks uh-huh. when, when, they're at, when they're at work? They just take off and uh-huh. go out and have a cigarette whenever they feel like it, right? So uh, I knew a guy who would go out, walk across the street to a 7-Eleven and have a chew high break during work. Oh, yeah. I used to work with people like that when I taught English. Yeah. Dude, when this I worked guy, at... Um, was an IT oh, guy. This guy was an IT, IT guy. guy. Yeah. Oh, that's different. No, no, I knew, I knew these old school, like, uh, I used to, I called it the sushi shop or the sushi restaurant back in the day, but whatever, who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When I used to work for a huge major German named uh, company, yeah, some of the upper ups, they would do that. You know, they would just go on and they'd have like a, whatchamacallit, a can or whatever. And then they'd come back and just do their day. And, um, but I, I, they're European. So I guess like, that's like normal for them. So whatever, but yeah, um, I always drink after work. And uh, now that I'm pretty much I'm freelance, I, I drink all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, bro. Uh, yeah, only but, when I do the show. <laughs> yeah. But this dude, I, I knew, yeah, we just pop everyone out. Everyone else goes out for a cigarette. You pop across the street and get a can of chew high and uh, slam that down and go back to work. Makes life well, easier. I don't see anything wrong with that. If he can handle his job. I mean, if he's getting belligerent and he's like breaking computers and shit and like yeah, it's different starting story, fires. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, just taking the edge off is okay. You know, back, yeah, in the, I mean, back in the States, you got weed, right? Everyone can smoke weed back in the States. And I, I don't have any problem with someone just taking the edge off. You know, uh, to each their own. But to anyway, Peters, I want to say, uh, yeah, before we get into the news, uh, your boy Johnny has something special happening this weekend. This weekend, this Saturday. Oh, it's Christmas in Japan. Faders, awesome. uh, if you are in Japan right now, or if you're listening to this podcast and you're coming to Japan sometime this week, make sure you mark your calendar that this Saturday, you got a place to go. And this Saturday from five o'clock to nine o'clock, I am having an art exhibition. It's kind of a pop-up and it's going to be in Shibuya and it's me and eight other artists. And uh, we got this little gallery, which is right next to Shibuya Station. When I say right next to Shibuya Station, it's like about a five minute walk from the station. And uh, the name of this gallery is Gallery Le Deco, L-E-D-E-C-O. And uh, from Saturday, from five o'clock to nine o'clock, we're going to have a party, but I'll be there all day. And uh, yeah, come by, hang out, buy some artwork if you can. Definitely buy some prints because they're cheap. I'll sign them for you. You can sell them on eBay or on Amazon for a million, billion, trillion dollars. And uh, we're going to have a lot of booze there. And it's just going to be kind of a cool, fun party atmosphere and stuff. And uh, yeah, we got a DJ that's going to be there and it's going to be great. Usually I don't tell you guys about these parties and stuff because I don't want too many people coming 
coming and shit because I mean, there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast. But the thing is, it's just like, you know, this time, what the fuck, man? It's Saturday. I mean, the, the city opened up. There's tourists everywhere. It's a fucking party every day of the week in Shibuya. Why not fucking spread the love? So, faders, you are more than welcome to come to Tokyo Divergence Exhibition of 2023 at Gallery Le Deco. I'll see Yay. you there. What's going to be there, man? Tell us what's going to be like. I, I, I just did. Uh, art, me, uh, prints, stuff for sale, lots of alcohol, uh, probably a couple of missiles of black Nika because we have no money until you mm-hmm. buy paintings. And uh, yeah, we got a we got a DJ, kind of a local famous DJ. I don't think he wants me to say his name. I don't know if he does or not, so I'm not going to say it. But just kind of a local guy is going to be playing some funky jazz and house music and stuff. So it should be pretty cool, man. It should be cool. Come by, hang out with us, and uh, get faded. So like, what are what are the drinks there? Like thirty bucks for one drink? What, what what are you talking about there? How much do those drinks cost? Yeah, I think they're free. I'm pretty much. I'm pretty. It's an art show. Yeah, they're Let free. Me see. We don't have a bar. Cool art, a badass named Johnny, a DJ, Hello. and free drinks. Uh, Holy yeah. Uh, don't don't awesome. quote me on the free drinks if like you know like eighty of you guys or eight hundred of you guys show up and stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, 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 I mean, don't come, don't come. Uh, uh, wrong number, crank call, crank call. No, 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 no. I'm joking. I'm joking. Show up, drink our booze, hang out, and uh, buy our art. If you do drink more than two beers, you got to buy somebody's painting. That's a good or at rule. least a print. That's a good rule. And why wouldn't you buy some art, right? Yeah, I mean, look behind me. There's art. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can see kind of a sample of what there's going to be available from yours truly. Very cool shit. Or man. if you look at behind Jeremy too, I see yeah, like a, two of my picks. I'm a connoisseur, and then my bar has my bar has awesome more more paintings in there. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for keeping me alive. Keep food think, on my how table. Many, how many have I fucking bought, man? I bought one, two, three, four. I think four. Five? Four. No, then, five. You were going to buy the David Bowie, but we, I don't think you bought it yet. So, Oh, I'm going to buy it. Like, let, me, let me buy that when my bonus comes in in August. All right, cool. All right, awesome. David Bowie's yours. I'll put it aside. David Bowie's a cool one, too, by the That's way. It's very cool. But, yeah. Uh, should we take a break? I need to get another drink. I drink this beer way too quickly. Dude, it is hot as F in here, dude. It is like. Outside, it's like 40 degrees centigrade. In it's here, crazy. it's like 45 because I got yeah. these lights on me. Well, check it out, bro. Like, outside is like 40 degrees. And then yesterday, it rained. And it rained while it was fucking hot. And it didn't cool it down at all. It just made steam. Steam. So now, yeah, dude. So if you just walk outside now, it's like you're it's like instantly covered in sweat. Yeah, you're just instantly sweaty, man. It looks like you're on Molly. It looks like you're on Molly at a club in the 80s. You see that music? Yeah. Sipping water. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Yeah. I love everything. I love dirt. I put dirt on my teeth. Look at me. Oh, my God, dude. I was just fist pumping like the Jersey Shore. Dude, I watched like the first episode of the Jersey Shore recently because I was fucking bored. It's a long story. I had a free hour and I was going through fucking, I think it was like Amazon, right? And there's like nothing on amazon and i saw jersey shore just popped up and i was like hey i remember you let's get trashy and so i watched the first episode you know what i wouldn't mind parting with those guys for at least five (laughs) hours after five hours i gotta go home but five hours if i hung out with those guys i think i would have a lot of fun i actually i love jersey man i've been to new jersey a bunch of times and i always have a good time when i'm there Really? I've only been to Jersey twice, and that's for the airport, but I've never really been to Jersey proper, and I've never been to the shore, but I would like to go to the shore, especially in 2002 when that show aired. Dude, I went to I went to fucking Red Bank, and I met Kevin Smith. Ooh, that's epic. Yeah. That's epic. And that was yeah. fat Kevin Smith, too, huh? That was enormously fat Kevin Smith, and his wife was pregger as fucks. That was Ooh, before his shit. daughter oh, was man. born. Yeah. Wow, that was a long time ago, huh? She's like, I think she's like 25 now or something. Yeah, it was a few she's, years ago. She's in movies. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that was like really fat Kevin Smith. That's like that's super like cool. fat. Yeah, now he kind of looks like a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. He kind of looks like one of those Barney, like a, not Barney Rubble ones, like a Fred Flintstone lesbian. Yeah. Which we of, love. There's nothing wrong with yeah, that. We, yeah, nothing wrong with that. I nothing wrong with that. Seven we years. love you guys. We yeah. love, mwah, mwah, mwah. We're just saying that Kevin Smith looks like that. That's all. I mean, yeah. shit. I look like Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not getting angry. 
Yeah. I look like Brad Pitt. Hey, we all have our cross to bear. That sucks for you, man. <laughs> that and my huge <laughs> dong. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah right. Um, okay, <laughs> let's take a break. I need a drink. I crush this fucking beer. Okay, right. and uh, when we come back, we've got the news. So, Fader, sit back, relax, and enjoy our sponsor. Peace. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, i got prints, i got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 n each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yahoo. Come get your party on. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got bit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got bit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so 
so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not ghost town pomade. This stuff is a man's pomade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost town pomade. Get your bait on in style. Papa. Tokyo and craving soul food? We've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. What's up, faders? And we are back with the news. And uh, for all you new faders uh, watching and listening to this podcast, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to read the top five best, worst, craziest wildest most bizarre news articles in the news here in japan and actually did i say five i am very bad with a arithmetic and so uh basically we have seven stories we got seven stories instead of five because uh you know what uh i'm drinking highballs jeremy hasn't drank in uh six months and uh yeah this is episode number 701 so why the fuck not we're gonna get loaded faded and read the news as we do. And Jeremy, um, without further ado, would you like to indulge the faders? I certainly would. Oh, the very first story that we have for today. A man is arrested for stealing a taxi in Guma. Wow, that's Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, man. Walked in there, got a taxi. Police in Takasaki, Guma Prefecture said on Sunday they have arrested a 68-year-old man on suspicion of stealing a taxi. According to the police... The incident occurred around 10.45 p.m. Saturday. Local media reported that one man got into the taxi and during the journey uh, started hitting the driver in the shoulder. Yeah, oh, over the shoulder. He started just nailing the driver. <laughs> he just started beating the driver. He's 68, bro. He doesn't. He gives zero fucks. How many fucks does he give, Johnny? Uh, Two. Zero. The <laughs> answer is zero. I'm, I'm bad with arithmetic. Oh, that's what you said that. You said that. I wasn't paying attention. All right. So Sorry. the driver stopped the taxi, pussy, and asked the man to pay the fare. That's good. And get out of the taxi. When the man refused, the taxi got the taxi driver got out and called the police. At that point, the man got into the front seat and drove away with the taxi, uh, leaving the driver uh, behind. Uh, uh. The taxi was found at 11.30 p.m., 5.5 kilometers away, which is like two miles uh, and it had rear-ended another car in an intersection. So the guy crashed the taxi, dude. How awesome is this cool. guy? I want to hang out with this guy. Uh, police said the man who stole the taxi, his name was Kenji Kimura, of course it was, was intoxicated. Woo! And he was arrested on the scene. He says he denied the charge and is quoted as saying he has no recollection of the incident. That guy definitely has a lawyer. That's awesome. You know what? Hmm. We say this all the time. You cannot commit crimes in Japan. Why? Uh, it's against the law. No, there's cameras everywhere. And especially when you get inside a taxi, there's a camera pointing to the road and a camera pointing to the back seat. You can't do shit in a taxi. In the old days, we used to be able to pick up a chicken or a pungi, take her in the taxi, get a little finger action. But not these days, bro. There's a camera there and you'll get in trouble for that. Uh, you don't get in trouble as long as you pay. They don't give a fuck as long as she doesn't square in the windshield. Ah, good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Um. You know what? I got one major question about this story. How many people did he pick up? I mean, this guy obviously didn't have any money. He borrowed the car. He probably picked some people right, up, right. charged them, you know, drove around a little bit. He probably made like, what, 50, 60 bucks, 5,000, 6,000 yen. He came back. He was He's trying to return the car, but he crashed it. He's like, yo, I got the money for the fare. What, you call the cops? You fucking dirty bitch. I was trying to hook you up while you're smoking a cigarette. Fuck you. That's yeah, probably what happened. Why are you going to be all shitty about everything, man? Yeah, I was God. trying to help you. Yeah, he could he could have chose, chose that opportunity to make some money, man. Yeah, he could have he could have drove around and picked up, you know, just drive down to the red light district. You know, they got a red light district down there in Guma, somewhere, everywhere, up some of, everywhere, right? Yeah, everywhere that's got bars, just cruise down there, pick up some of the hotties, and like have a party cab. Well, yeah, or I mean, right now there's so much tourism in like uh, Japan. Well, I don't know about Guma, but Tokyo, there's so much like. So oh. much tourism that all you got to do is got to go down to like any of like the like uh, red light districts, 
pick up a couple of hookers or tourists because I mean, the hookers and tourists in like the red light district, they got money, lots of it. And then basically drove them to like a hotel or whatever, or to like their Airbnb, same thing pretty much. And then fucking, yeah, taking that money and paid the guy back. But no, homeboy called the cops. Shame, That's shame, a rat, shame. dude. That is a rat. Uh, he yeah. was going to come back. He wasn't going to keep the car. You can't just keep a taxi, right? He's going to come back. It's kind of hard to keep that, you know, at home and explain it to your wife. Like, I got a new car. Yeah. Why does it say taxi on top of it? Because uh, oh. I, I love the show. Danny DeVito. Okay, next story. This story takes place in Hokkaido, a very beautiful part of Japan. Man arrested for assaulting bar employee in Hokkaido. Don't do that. You know, no, bar staff, you know, even if the if, even if the bar staff is rude, just just walk out and go to a different bar. Don't don't assault them. But anyway, let's read on and see how this story unfolds. Please in Tomakamo, Hokkaido, have arrested a 50-year-old man in suspicion of assaulting a 26-year-old woman at a bar where she worked part-time. <clears throat> According to police, the incident occurred at around 2.20 a.m. Hokkaido Broadcasting Corp. reported that the man whose occupation is unknown, oh, you think he's a spy, is accused of punching the woman twice in the face. Pow, pow. Uh, wow. The bar manager called police prior to hitting the woman. The woman or the man had been arguing with the bar manager. This drink tastes like piss. Well, because you ordered a Budweiser. God damn it. Um, I take offense that Budweiser is good beer. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Budweiser is good beer if you're hungover, but if you go to a bar and you order a Budweiser, mm, suspect. Uh, uh, my bar's got it on tap, and it's awesome. Just saying. I'm sure it's awesome at your bar, but it's not awesome at the bar. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to fucking debate. Let me read the story. Please put the man who was intoxicated when they arrived has denied the charge and quoted him as saying that he can't remember anything. This guy obviously has a lawyer. Um, okay, Jeremy, um, I don't think this would ever happen to you regarding any situation nah. of your beer selection, because if anybody goes there and it's, they're intoxicated, uh, they don't hit you, but I have a feeling they might hit the floor. Am right. I incorrect? Here's what you just tell the police. For some reason, that guy's face ran into my fist 90 or 80,000 times, you know? Yeah, and then I don't he know blew why he, the window. Yeah, I don't know why he hit his. He was slamming his fist. He was slamming his head into my fist. I don't know why. Well, let me tell you what, though, bro. Um, oh, and oh. uh, in the situation, in this situation here, the guy just assaulted a, a young lady, right? Twenty six years old. She's trying to, she's trying to work at a bar, try to make ends meet. She's trying to pay her her rent. She's trying to, you know, she probably has a kid or whatever at home, and now she's got to go home. Hokkaido. She's got three kids. Fucking hell, Hokkaido chicks. Fuck. So like she was, she's going home. She's got a giant fucking swelled up eye, and this dude's fifty. That could have been his daughter, man. That's like that normal age of a, a fifty year old. It's normal to have like a twenty six year old kid, right? Maybe that was his kid. Like, what did I tell you about working at this fucking girls' bar? Pop, pop, pop. But he fucking he just double tapped her. You know, pop, pop, pop. What's the point, bro? Whatever. What the fuck did she say to make him so mad? Where he just felt like he had to punch her in the face. People work at bars and not making a ton of money, folks, and they're there all night and they're dealing with drunk assholes. Cut them some slack. <laughs> yeah. Also, another thing about Japan, which is very different from the West, is here they don't tip. You don't tip when you go to bars. And so the thing is, the people that are working at a bar, they're making pretty much about the same amount of money as if they did if they're working at McDonald's or Starbucks. They're making about like $10 about an hour. One yeah. Yeah, 10 bucks, 12 bucks an hour. Like when I fucking worked at uh, Gamuso back in the day, I made, I think, uh, 1050, uh, 1,100 yen or something, you know, but I got free drinks. So, I mean, basically, I made a shit ton of cash, to be honest, in that way, in that retrospect. But um, the thing is, it's just like, I mean, you don't make a lot of money. So, fucking give these girls, give anybody that works at a bar the most amount of respect as you can. And yeah. you know what? Even though you're not supposed to tip them, fucking tip them because they deserve it yeah and then like second thing is don't put your hands on other people at a bar man keep your fucking hands to yourself that's a that's an easy rule to live with in life keep your fucking hands to yourself bar's a dangerous place to fight too because people fucking break bottles they can jab you in the fucking throat and shit dude yeah Bro, it's dangerous 
you know, you know the old, the old like uh, I guess it's like a a wives' tale or urban legend. You you smack some dude in the face in a bar, he falls down, hits the edge of a table on his temple, dies, and you're up for murder now. You went out for you went out for drinks with your friends, something happened, and now you're up for fucking murder, and your life is fucked. Don't put yourself in that situation. Walk away, or if you're upset at the staff, go to another bar, man. Yeah, you know, that's you know, what you do. Yeah, that's what you do. Walk away, man. Walk away. It takes a bigger man to walk away. So you don't wind up like this fucking drunk asshole with a good lawyer. Good. OK, moving forward. All right. Mother gets suspended sentence for leaving the body of a newborn daughter in a coin locker. Oh, shit. This story was actually for a uh, got fit of Japan after dark. But it oh. somehow slipped its way into today's episode. So, uh, faders, uh, you're getting a little taste of uh, what you can experience if you do sign up for the Patreon, which you should because uh, support us. Please support us. So it's it's okay to read this one, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. It's all good. I've already, I've already started anyhow. Johnny, um, this story takes place in a little town that you know and you love, Osaka. Osaka, Aishiru, Mwah. Okay. A 33-year-old woman has been arrested and sentenced to two years in prison, uh, suspended for four years for leaving the body of her newborn baby daughter in a coin locker in Osaka in January. According to the... Ugh, yeah, well, what are you supposed to do with the dead body? So, according to the uh, court ruling on Friday... Narumi Taniguchi, uh, she puts out, apparently... <laughs> Okay, anyways, Narumi Tanaguchi uh, of No Fixed Address, who works in the sex industry, fucking love this chick, and was recently punched in the head in the bar, wait, what, uh, gave birth to an infant uh, on the street around midnight on June 30th. Holy shit, this chick's fucking rock and roll. All right, mm -hmm. the remains of the infant were found inside of a tote bag in a locker in the storage facility near Juso. Uh, Station in Nishi Yodogawa Ward, uh, Nishi Yodogawa Ward in uh, March. Huh? Fuck. Hold on, dude. She gave birth on June thirtieth around midnight, right? But the yep. remains were found in March. Uh, That's yeah. Skeleton That's by then, bad. right? That's gonna be a skeleton. Can you? Uh, just can you imagine this chick squatting over a tote bag and like farting out a baby and then like, oh, this baby no good. I want to put it in a coin locker. And then like she puts it in the coin locker. May uh, she in March, asshole. And then like flips it off. And then like, I don't know, man. It's fucked up. You know, it's, it's pretty fucked up. But I mean, there's so many fucking moving parts in this story because I mean, the thing is, it's just like, okay, uh, June to March, that's one thing. And also, how did they find her? Did they like fingerprint the quarter or the hundred yen coin that, that she put in? Or I mean, cameras, I mean, man, cameras everywhere in Japan, dude. You see a bitch squatting over a fucking tote bag, farting out a baby at midnight on June 30th. And you want to know where the fuck that baby went? But CCTV can go back like six months. Like, like, see right here, 10 blocks away, there's a woman giving birth. It must be her. You know, <laughs> that's kind of wild, dude. Once, I would it's, love once it's on mm -hmm. YouTube, man, it stays there. It never comes off YouTube, bro. Well, nothing comes off the internet these days. And that's yeah. why we're both never going to become politics. Actually, you know what? In today's world, you and I probably could become very successful politicians. In the United States, at least. Sure. Oh, we can just lie about it. Uh, don't get me started, man. No, we don't have to lie anymore, dude. Fucking now. I mean, you could be a real schmuck and become a politician. It's crazy. Never, You'd be like, yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, uh, uh, politics aside. Anyway, this is this story's got a lot of weird things going on. Uh, Jeremy, please move forward. Okay. Uh, the facility has lockers, which can be used for long periods of time. An employee at the facility found the remains after checking the lockers. Uh Taniguchi's lawyer said she has no money for living expenses and she was distressed at the idea of raising a child without a stable home life. So wow, that's kind of sad. Fucking murder it, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, how bad is she at her job? She works in the sex industry, dude. How does she have no money? Like I've seen like guys drunk dude will fuck anything. 
Am I wrong? A tourist too, man. Tourist and prostitution right now is crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. Everyone. Oh my God. Yeah. And maybe she's in the wrong part of Osaka. Maybe she's got to come up to Tokyo or something. I don't know, man, because I mean, shit, dude. I mean, lock your doors, people place to be, but uh, yeah. uh, Yeah. Why would she put in a coin locker? Cause don't you have to put money in the coin? She's like, I got no money except for this one coin. (laughs) Not, Not necessarily. You know what? Here's what happened, bro. She had no money. But those coin lockers, you can open them. In order to take the key, you have to put a quarter in. Or you have to put 100 yen in to take the key. But you can just open the door anyways and just put your bloody, gooey, drippy bag of dead baby and poop into, into the fucking locker. And close And you the think door. like for like six months, people are like, oh, okay, let me just like put my bathing suit in here or whatever. Oh, dead baby. Okay. All right. Next oh, one. Okay. Locker smells like shit and dead babies. Oh, oh God. God. Uh, <laughs> this baby needs a diaper. Oh man. Oh, this okay. baby is a diaper. <laughs> oh God. Poor kid. Poor kid. Uh, anyway. Never had a chance. Got... No, never had a chance. Uh, fuck this lady. All right. Next story. <clears throat> oh yeah. Okay. Um, this story. Uh, this happened, I think, like, uh, what, two days ago? World Heritage Temple in Nara vandalized by visiting foreign teen. Okay, uh, yeah, this is pretty fucked up, and I've got a lot to say about this because I love Japan and I love Japanese history. I am a big fan of Japanese history. I love the temples, the shrines. I, I just love it. It's just, it's just it's where, something that I just can't get enough of. Where, so this where, where, is this, uh, where is this temple located? Uh, my house. No, uh, this story. Or let me read on. Uh, wait, 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 but this, where's? I'm just. I'm just curious. Where is the temple located? Uh, Nara. I think it's in Nara. Oh, Nara. Oh, Nara. Oh, Nara. Okay. All right. Here we go. That means and fart in Japanese, sent- by the way. Oh, great! Stop farting, you bastard! People no, the so- Oh, Nara means. Oh, Nara means fart in Japanese. Oh, I get the joke now. God Man, damn, I'm I had to explain this shit. Why the f- I'm faded. All right, I'm cutting you off. Holy shit, do we, did I just lose your volume? Say something. Dude, you knocked off your mic. Oh, shit. See, this is what happens when Jeremy doesn't drink for uh, six months and he starts drinking. Hello? Jeremy, your mic doesn't work. You unmiked yourself. You unmiked yourself, you son of a bitch. Shit, I got the show all to myself. You got to plug it in, dude. Plug in the mic. There is no Jeremy right now. What is going on? All right. Ask Tommy. Dude, I'm asking you to unmute yourself. You you muted yourself. What's fucking wrong with me? Uh, alcohol, alcohol poisoning at this point, dude, you went six months with no booze. Now you're drinking like one drink, dude. You're falling around like fucking Shirley Temple. All right. Movie fucking. If you get that reference faders, I fucking love you. Okay, here we go. An eighth century Japanese temple in Une Soko world heritage site in our prefecture, Toshi Odaji temple had a building vandalized. By a Canadian flappy head BDI motherfucker tourist yeah. who carved letters into a wooden pillar. Local hey, buddy, police. watch me do this. Like, uh, carve my name into this uh, old temple here, buddy. Sorry. Hey, how do you spell Banksy? Okay, <laughs> the 17 year old boy was questioned on suspicion of violating the cultural properties protection law, which is a very serious law here in Japan. He is suspected of having carved letters. With his fingernail on the pillar of the temple's golden hall, um, also designated as a national treasure, they said. God, this is worded so poorly. A J that was four centimeters long and five centimeters long and wide, and Julian that was 2.5 centimeters long and 10 centimeters wide with the inscription at a height of around 170 centimeters in the pillar. I am so fucking bad with math. This is about it. I have no idea how big this is. It could be as big as Godzilla. A Japanese tourist saw him vandalizing and alerted the temple staff. Quote, we are worried that all the same thing could happen again, even though it may have been done without malice by the Canadian. It is still regrettable and very sad. 
that Canadian, period. A monk at the temple said, Several buildings at the temple in Nara, which is a popular tourist destination, have experienced vandalism since 2015. Faders, I don't care where you're from. Don't come. Well, actually, you're faders. You're not going to fucking do anything fucking stupid like this. Fucking why am I saying this? But fucking, you know, I'm really, I'm really upset. But I know I do say that all the time. What the fuck, dude? When I get really, I get when I get to a point of wasted, I say fucking the dumbest shit like that. But you said butt fucking. I know, but fucking. It's like, oh, but well, comma, one, you said one, one T. Oh, okay. Yes, one key, one T with a comma. But anyway, faders, this really pisses me off because I love temples. I love shrines. And the last thing I want to do is go to a shrine that is like 500 years old, a thousand years old, and see fucking, what's this guy's name? His name Julian. is Julian. See, Julian. Julian. Julian, the Canadian. Just fucking written on a wall, dude. That would just suck, dude. And that's I mean, so I'm from Canada. No. All right, all right, all right. But I mean, what what should happen to this guy? Should it be like an eye for an eye, like a, a Buddhist monk should go to his house and write like Saito-san or something like on his, on his wall. <laughs> Saito-san was here. I don't know. Like, what the fuck is, should happen, or what kind of a penalty? Oh, dude, fucking if if his parents. I mean, the kid's like fucking seventeen. So if his parents have to pay for like. Fixing this 17, how old this 500 year old shrine, dude, it is going to be like hundreds of thousands of dollars. They're going to throw the fucking book at this guy. Actually, in fact, they might throw the fucking book at this guy. This kid kind of almost man, I guess. Like, oh, in Japan, wait, it, wait he's a juvenile in Canada because he's 17. And in Japan, he's a juvenile because he's under 20. This but they still put his name out there. They put his fucking name. But if it was a Japanese kid, they wouldn't put his name out. No, but they just said that he wrote Julian. Oh, maybe that wasn't his name. Maybe he loves a person named Julian. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing right. wrong with that. I'm not, We're I'm cool not with arguing that. with that. That's We're a so, beautiful thing. Yeah, super cool. That, People yes, love yes, each we, other. We, I love it. We I'm support happy. that. We support I, that stuff. But everything. Any, anyway, anyway, love it. Love your neighbor. Love your neighbor. But the thing is, it's just like, he'll probably get a slap. There's got to be some kind of reparation. Like, I, right, like uh, he must get like a uh, penalized or he's got to go to jail. At least <laughs> let's, jail. let's just beat the shit out of him. That's how you learn, man. That's how you learn. Let's, let's kick the shit out of this kid and, uh, you know, teach him not to fuck around with the old Japanese temples, man. But yeah, dude, right. who, who the fuck story. does that, bro? That temple's been around for 500 years. And you just yeah, come up there and you fucking just destroy a part of it. Why would you yeah, do that, fucking, man? You know what? Yeah, I think these fucking monks should beat the shit out of them, dude. Don't they know we like fucking, fucking kung fu and shit? They totally know kung fu. Let's get five of these monks, these peace-loving Johnny monks. Why, why else would you become a monk unless you could fucking learn awesome kung fu? There's That's no right, other man. reason to be a monk. Can you think well, of a reason? Cool haircuts. The food is and, good too. And yeah, you can wear, you can cross dress. You can, what, there's nothing wrong with that either. They you get great wear, balance. You can wear a dress, which is fine. They make a lot of money selling the Honshu too. They, yeah, dude. Also, they, they just get money given to them and they don't pay taxes. Mm. They don't pay taxes. Holy shit. I'm in. Oh my God. But uh, yeah, dude, fuck this kid, dude. Seriously. Why would you do that? Now, uh, we've all been uh, stupid kids, but I've never been that stupid. Well, the thing is, like, at our age, there was no phones. There was no video cameras. There was nothing like that that could record us doing bad shit. But I would never, oh, I would true. never, like, break a, a piece of history. I don't get it, man. I mean, this is like, even as a 17-year-old, you would know that this has been around for 500 years. It's gone through, it's been through literally how many wars, right? A bunch of wars. It's, it's been through all this fucking bad shit, and it's survived. And you go there, and you just fucking scratch your name in it. Fuck off, well, dude. Think about it. It, it, it survived World War Two, which is really fucking impressive. Yeah, but if it's been around for if it's been around for five hundred years, it also survived all of the Adolf. Well, that's why. Like, well, that's why I get the, the, the number one finger up. I was like, well, survived World War Two. Very impressive. Then I was going to yeah. go to all two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But yeah, I, I mean, it probably survived. It obviously survived Nobunaka, and Nobunaka was Nobunaka down that shit. Yeah, fucking God, Mongolian attacks and everything, dude. Yeah, 
Inara? Well, maybe. Anyway, but no, all right. They, that's more my that's more my area. Like in, down here in like uh in this area is where the Mongolians attacked in around Fukuoka and Tsushima. You know how you get rid of the Mongolians? You need a big wall. That's what China You need a big wall. A big, wow, a, big wall. A big shitty wall. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how we get canceled. Yeah, we got All canceled. Right. I was doing an accent. I wasn't doing an accent. I have a fucking speech impediment and I'm drunk. Yeah, you beat your tongue. Next yeah. story. It's your fault. Okay. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I do with my wife all the time. I just blame her. Anywho. That's why we're happy. Um, man dies after apparently being pushed off a bridge into Osaka River. Didn't this happen like fucking three years ago? Uh, I think this happens every six months in Osaka. Okay. If you want to, if you want to skip this one and go to the next one, that's okay. No, I I love this one because you know what? Hmm. This takes place in a little town that you love and you know called Osaka. Osaka. to do. Thank you, thank you. You know what? If you guys haven't learned this yet by watching um, this podcast and listening to this podcast over the years, Osaka is awesome, by the way. I love Osaka. It's one of my favorite places in Japan. Fucking just be careful on those bridges, man. (laughs) Okay. Stay in the restaurants. The restaurants are awesome. Takoyaki, Okonomiyaki. Okonomiyaki is fucking to die for. Anyways, a man in his 70s has died after apparently being pushed off the bridge in Osaka Monday morning. You know what happened? He was one of those slow walker uh, old people. Like They can't walk fast. They walk really slow. And the guy's like trying to go around him and he keeps he keeps moving because they don't walk in a straight line. They keep zigzagging all the place and he just got nah, fucking nah, tired, nah, nah, tired nah, of him nah, nah. and threw him off I, the bridge. I thought that the Tigers won, the baseball team. When the Tigers win, everybody jumps off the bridge. Ah, that's what happened. And then they just helped him. But he couldn't swim. <laughs> your turn. Yeah, your turn, pal. No. Okay. According to the police, the incident occurred around 1.05 a.m. at the uh Mikunibashi Bridge, uh, which spans the Kanzaki River in Yodogawa Ward. Well, that is a bunch of hard hard words in a row. Uh, Kyoto News reported. Um, uh, Kyoto News reported that the police received a call that uh, from a pedestrian who saw the man sitting on the bridge railing, and another man stood behind him and seemed to have pushed him, according to police. And uh, the second man got into a car and drove off, as you do. Cool. But I would, dude, wouldn't it be awesome if it was if it was that guy who stole the taxi and from the first story? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I hate old people. You tip? <laughs> no tip. <laughs> old people are cunts. <laughs> All right. The police rescue and rescue personnel searched the river and found the old man at three hundred uh, three twenty a.m. Uh, some 20 meters downstream from the bridge. Okay, so he floated 20 meters. The man was taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead on arrival. He was wearing shorts, a t-shirt, and was barefoot. Had no ID on him. The police said they are examining the surveillance cameras. Bro? Bro? Surveillance cameras? Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah the camera's everywhere. Yeah, There's and to try, right to, now. try to determine what happened and identify the fucking car. It's that goddamn taxi, dude. Uh, yeah, this is really weird. So basically, he was sitting on the bridge. A car pulls up. Guy walks out, pushes him. The guy falls into the river, oh. and, and and he dies. Wait, do you think? Like, I mean, I want to know how far the impact, how far the bridge was to the uh, which we call it, to the water. You know, because I mean, maybe, if you fall into the water, I mean, what? Well, maybe he was already. AM. Maybe he was already on his like. He had one foot in the grave and the other foot on a banana peel, man. He was already going to die. You know, he's already 70. He said he's just sitting on that bridge going, you know what? No one can kill me. I'm an old man sitting on a bridge. Oh, God. And then someone pushed him off the bridge. I don't know, man. When you're 70 years old and you've made it that far, you kind of feel like you got another 10 years in you. You're like, dude, I fucking made it to 70. Fuck you guys. I'm not yeah. gonna pay tax anymore. I ain't gonna do shit. I've got pension and social security coming in. Do to I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna drink some beers, hang on at the bridge, chill out, enjoy this beautiful. I'm not even wearing shoes, motherfuckers. Fuck you. So and yeah, maybe something bad happens. This poor guy, I feel bad for him. Terrible, terrible, terrible. 
you know what? I wish there was like some kind of like school vice principal that could just come up and give him kisses and hugs and make him happy. You know, it's funny that you say that because um, I got a story that's right up your alley and right up to your cheeks. You leave uh, my alley alone, sir. <laughs> I will definitely stay away from your alley. Uh, school vice principal suspended for sexually harassing teacher by asking for kisses. Uh, wasn't there a famous comedian that did something like this with his wiener? Uh, never mind. Um, this story took place in Ibaraki. The Ibaraki Prefectural Board of Education has suspended a 59-year-old vice principal of an elementary school in Chikusai Ibaraki Prefecture for one month after he sexually harassed a female teacher. According to the board, the man asked the woman for kisses. Multiple. Multiple. Not kiss, but kisses. Among other sexually charged remarks. Oh, okay. That's where it got bad. Because asking for a kiss, I don't think is that bad. But, you know, anything else. Hey, can I have a kiss? And a blowjob. Okay, that's where you cross the line, dude. Um, This is on my dick. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, and location's actually bad, too. That resulted in his suspension on Monday, Kyoto News reported. The woman told the board that the sexual harassment began last September and continued until March this year. This September, October, November, December, January, February, March. She waited seven months, man. So after seven months, that that, that lady's like, enough is enough. (laughs) Um, She said the vice principal asked her to kiss her as a reward at least five times for doing various extra jobs when they were alone in the classroom. Like, I will sweep your floors for a kiss on my balls. Bro, <laughs> I got five, I got six words for you. This dick ain't gonna suck itself. <laughs> Anywho. This dick ain't gonna suck itself. Seven words. Uh, That's what I said. You're good at math. No, no, I'm good at math when I use my fingers. Uh, she, said, she said... He, You son of a bitch. She (laughs) said he also would touch her shoulders as if he were about to hug her. Wait, what does that mean? She said he also would touch her shoulders as if he were about to hug her. Oh, so you went up for like the ghost hug? Uh, The woman consulted another teacher in March, leading to an investigation by the Board of Education. The board said the vice principal admitted to the allegations and quoted him as saying (laughs) that. Fuck yeah, I did. He's like, dude, I wanted kisses everywhere. Saying uh, his questionable acts were intended to improve communication at the workplace. But he's got a point there that that would improve communication, but it would have been the wrong kind of uh, the most important. An appropriate kind of communication, to be honest. So the guy had the right intentions, but the wrong execution. Yeah, well, you know, brother trying to get laid. I get it. You know, man, like some people just ain't really smooth about it. No, no. He just wanted kisses and like hugs and, you know, maybe a blowjob. No kidding. right? I mean, (laughs) she could have said no at any point, (laughs) but she didn't. You know, what's kind of fucking funny about these stories about teachers. Hmm. A lot of the times, I mean, throughout the years, a lot of times these teachers, they either get busted right at the beginning of their career or at the very end of their career. Never in the middle. Never in the middle. It's like. What's the story with Japanese teachers? They're like sexual deviants, man. There's always there's always something about a teacher like fucking a kid or fucking trying to rape or kiss his uh, co-workers or something like that. What's going on with teachers, man? Or the the, the 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 taking baths with kids or some shit. Yeah, weird shit weird like happens. that. Washing kids. Happens. Yeah. yeah, a lot of weird shit happens. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So you don't see story. fucking you don't see IT guys showing up. Hello, can I fix your computer? <laughs> no, no. I no, IT you? guys just take yeah. IT guys take like drinking fucking breaks during the day. Hell yeah, they do. Along with that, from what I heard, from what I heard, from a friend of mine. All right, beer factory. In Okinawa, leaks red dye into Okinawa port. Okay. Officials have been let. This is so dumb. I I didn't write this joke, folks. This is the fucking guy, journalist, trying to be a comedian. Leave it to the comedians to be comedians. Anywho, officials were left red-faced at a beer factory in Okinawa Prefecture on Tuesday after a mishap turned a large body of water to a sinister shade of scarlet. 
Hmm. Uh, the leak filled the area of in the city of Nago with a lurid colored water. I don't know what those words mean together. Uh, lurid which colored. Oh, my God. The guy's American. So C-O-L-O-R-E-D. Lurid colored. That doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. These words don't make shit and sense together. Uh, which one Twitter user described as looking like venomous? Okay. Anywho, Orion Brewery said that the water was used for cooling and it contained a liquid called propylene glycol. Oh, propylene glycol. Johnny, propylene glycol. Duh, uh, right? Yeah. I use it Duh, to brush right? my teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a red dye used in food coloring, and it had, it had leaked from the factory into the area. In a statement, it apologized for causing an enormous trouble and worry. We believe the leak was the cooling liquid seeped through the rainwater gutters and into the river and consequently turned the ocean red, the company said. Uh, the red water poses no danger to humans or marine ecosystem. The Yomiuri Shimbun also quoted the company as saying, well, because they're experts, right? Uh, yeah. The old, the old fish expert down there at the beer company. All right. Okinawa is a subtropical island uh, chain that is famed for crystal blue waters and is popular for scuba divers. I taught diving there for a year. Um, the red water does not... Uh, the red water looks venomous, uh, but it's a relief that the food coloring is not likely to cause any major damage, wrote a Twitter user under the name Oresu. Well, fuck you, Oresu. You don't you don't fucking know. You're not a scientist. Okay, all right. I'm gonna say right now that I completely <laughs> apologize for this article. When I I like I dude, I was I was pushed for time. I didn't have any time to do anything. I've been so fucking busy with the gallery and stuff. So basically, what I saw this fucking article title is that beer factory leak turns Okinawa port red. I thought the best, dude. When I read that, I was like. Fuck yeah, dude. This is fucking awesome, man. So basically, there's an Okinawan beer company and somehow like some kind of like a, a vat got a punctual wound or something and beer fucking went everywhere. So basically, an Okinawa port was turned red with beer. That's what I thought, man. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Surf's up, man. Dude, I was like, I'm going to buy a plane ticket. I wanted to go there and just start fucking like swimming around and drinking all the fucking like beer, just like it was fucking beer fest. That's no. what I wanted to do. But no, uh, no. no I was propylene wrong. glycol, sir. Do not drink propylene glycol. Well, I, I read the title of the article, but I did not read the article itself. So basically, yeah. yeah, that that is my fault. So after the whole article was read, yes, it's a boring. It's it's a really anticlimactic way to fucking finish this episode. So fucking hi, come by. <laughs> Anywho, that's the news for today, folks, and I'm sticking by it. Yep. Hell yeah. Faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. And by the way, they are all very special. I hope to see all you faders that are in uh, Japan uh, this Saturday. And um, if you don't come to my exhibition, I hope that you do come to Jeremy's bar. Eight Jeremy, stars American American bar. bar. Eight there stars we go. American we got bar. It. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, on that note, um, there's so many ways to support the show. We've got TikTok, Twitter, we've got uh, YouTube, pretty much all SNS, we're there. So if you want to support us oh. in SNS, your favorite SNS, just go there and do it. But another thing is, we got threads now. Friend, we got to you know? make a threads. We got to make a threads for Got Faded Japan. Fucking threads. Oh, just another more. Okay. Uh, uh, we That's your might job. Have... <laughs> that is a Johnny job. We might have threads in the near future, possibly. Most likely we will. But anyway, at this moment, we don't have threads uh, unless you're listening to this podcast in like uh, 2028. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, we do have Patreon. If you want to support the show, give us a couple of bucks. And a really good way that you really can uh, help us out is by going to iTunes, giving us a five-star review and writing something groovy. It really, really takes you like two seconds to do. And it really means the world to us because it kind of like pumps us up the ranks. Mm -hmm. And uh, just recently we got, we were um, listed in a Japan podcasting. Uh, what was it? Like a, 
the best 10 Japan podcasting podcast or some shit. It was like, it was like worded really weird, whatever. I don't know who did it, but anyway, I, I got a link to it and uh, we're number six and uh, half the podcast I've never heard of. Like the, that was it. The, the, the tiny Tokyo happy podcast. It was like the weirdest fucking podcast names I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. And our friends that do podcasts in Japan weren't even there. So uh, that was like the weirdest fucking thing. Oh, but anyway, whoa. Screenshot that shit and and put it on the fucking Facebook page so the the faders can see it. Yeah, I will. I will. And I was thinking about doing that, but I was just like, I don't know these people. I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe it's a scam. I know the thing is, what if it's a scam and I do it and all of a sudden, like, all these people fucking go to, like, all our fucking faders go to, like, whatchamacallit, the uh, the, the website, and it's a scam. It was like feedlink.com or feedlink.something. I don't know. It's something really like that. 100% legit. It might be. Maybe I don't want to spread any virus. I don't want to give you AIDS faders. So that's why I didn't fucking uh, put it up there. But anyway, like we did, we were in a group of like, uh, and that's what, probably another reason why I didn't recognize any other podcast. It was fucking suspect from top to bottom, to be honest. It was so weird. I couldn't believe it. So what we're going to do is we're going to rely on our faders to leave us awesome reviews on iTunes to push us up the ranks of yeah. the scam website so we can be the top of the scam websites or something. You know, yeah, but this going to be a scam website and we're going to be a part of it. We definitely want to be number one. And then follow us on fucking Twitter, fucking YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, and threads is coming soon. Threads Instagram. coming soon. Instagram threads. What's Instagram. the difference between Instagram and fucking threads, dude? There's always something new. Anyway, okay. Threads is like the new thing. And uh yeah, I'll get on that. I'll get on that. This can be my my uh job for this week. But um awesome faders, thank you so much for fading with us, man. It's fucking awesome, dude. I fucking love it. Episode number 701, faders. Dude, and some of you faders have been listening to us for 701 episodes, and I fucking no salute shit, you. Man. Hats off, man. You guys are fucking dope as fuck, dude. I fucking love it. And uh, for all you faders that are supporting us or just listening to us right now, man, I hope you enjoyed the show, and I look forward to fading with you again next week. Peace. I'm out of drink. Go fuck yourself. My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Will you wait till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse, and... <laughs> Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.